Evening, everyone. Edwin Lee Raymer with you. We've got a special show for you tonight. Brandon Thomas, candidate for the state house here in the great state of Tennessee, down in the Smyrna area. We're going to have him on after a while. Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson, my co-host is here. Bill, how are you? I'm doing great. Bill, I want to make mention of a good friend we lost this week, um, Mr. Charlie Mullins. Um, yes. We were at his visitation uh, Saturday. Uh, they buried Mr. Mullins yesterday, I'm yeah. sure, of course, next to his wife. And uh, uh, the Mullins family, of course, Mullins Jewelers was in business, how long, well, Bill? They, On the square. Oh, uh, I would say 70 years, if not more. At least more. 70, if not more. 75 years. And now still in the jewelry business with Jay Mullins. Of course, yeah. Jeff and, and Tim, they're, they're On North sponsors Field. of us on Northfield. And uh, just uh, a fine family, and uh, we've been thinking about them and uh you know uh remember them and like i said uh jeff i've known jeff it's hard to say now i've known a lot of you got 30 30 years plus that's hard for me to say because i yeah. moved here in 1980 jeff's one and year older than me i jeff's went to school with tim his okay the younger right did you and tim graduate we did well, i know you never graduated school yeah but yeah did. right i graduated in 84 <laughs> from riverdale and tim and i graduated together okay but i you know i was at the funeral home and i was going to give my condolences also to don uh uh wood woodfin don follis uh his father died um don follis and then pat lowe also passed away yvonne lowe and yvette uh, yeah and father, anyone else i may be missing please but i was uh, at the funeral yeah. home over at woodfin's and um uh, I got to meet some of the Mullins family. That's a big family. They are. You know, there are three of them. There are three. The three siblings. You have, uh, you have Jeff. You have Tim and their sister. And I, I'm sorry, honey, your name escapes me right now. I forget. But uh, at any rate, uh, fine people. Mrs. Mullins. Their mother had passed uh, two or three years ago. Right. And then Thurman and, uh, Mullins is was uh, Charles's brother. That was Charlie Daniels. Right hand man, and I and and we're trying to get him on. I'm yeah. going to talk to Jeff when things settle down a bit. Uh, uh, Thurman's had a rough go. He lost Charlie Daniels. Now he lost, lost his, his brother, brother Charles. Yeah. So uh, I'll tell you, 2020 hasn't been good to a lot of people. Yeah, I'll we're ready you. for the new year. And uh, you know, uh, by the way, I think Charlie Daniels Jr. went by yesterday at uh, wasn't Charlie Daniels, Charlie and Hazel's son, right? Was there to pay his respects yeah. and. Uh, you know, fine young man, I'm told. And uh, we're going to try and have Thurman on. And uh, it'd be cool if we could get Charlie Jr. up, wouldn't it? That'd be, yeah, that'd be maybe we can get them on together. You know, because Charlie, Daniels, Charlie and Hazel Daniels pretty good folks, too. Yeah. But our best for uh, the Mullins family, and they'll be fine. They're all doing well. They'll get there. And uh, like we've all had to go through it one time or another. Uh, but Dalton Barrett's on the board, and Dalton, if we're ready to get started here, let's get this show on the road. We're going to have Brandon Thomas with you here in just a couple of minutes. But for right now, my name is Emily Raymer, and I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. Tune into the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Taking your phone calls and text messages at 615-893-1450 on the Edwin Lee Raymer Show.
That is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Evan Lee Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Dead Raymer. Glad to be with you. This show is produced at studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight, and we hope you do, and Brandon does as well, with your questions, comments, ideas, or text to... 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. And as I said, you can send us a text, and Dalton will be glad to get that text to us. We'll read it over there. For those of you who do not wish to go on the air and be heard live, we understand. As you know, my co-host, a.k.a. Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson, our guest this evening, of course, again, is Brandon Thomas, candidate for State House, the great state of Tennessee. You can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com and Facebook at Mr. Murfreesboro page where my wife watches all the time and Dalton set me up a page the Evan Lee Raymer show on WGNS you can download WGNS app the down the WGNS app and take WGS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish and listen to uh, Stephen Reynolds uh, the man in the middle that's that's a good broadcast and uh, Dalton has another one he'll be uploading we were talking before we went on the air he'll upload it next Friday and um uh, Angela Bingham, uh, who was uh, she's on here every Sunday at six, doing a great job, and uh, as always, so listen to all those shows, give those fe- those folks a listen, and uh, you know they're good folks. All right, let's talk some politics. Brandon, welcome back. It's Thank your you. second time. This is your second time with us since uh, four years ago. Yes, it's been a while. It has. Uh, how are you doing? How's it going? I'm doing well. Uh, anxious, right? We're only like 40-something days uh, till till the election, but I, I'm doing all right. My family's doing well. Good. Uh, okay. We're trying to stay healthy and safe. Trying to stay <laughs> <laughs> How is it campaigning? Because now, Bill, you've had some experiences. You've managed a few campaigns. Well, uh, I haven't managed. I've been a part of. I've been. I, okay. I'm sorry. But uh, I've been a part of. It's always fun. <laughs> it's you're not like, fun the night you lose. Well, you've got here's the deal with politics. Your life is an open book. The good, the bad, the whatever. And uh you know, and there's gonna be people who are coming at you, you gotta have alligator skin. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's one thing yeah. you have to be is like Teflon. You gotta right. let those arrows bounce off of you. Yeah. <laughs> Which I've come accustomed to in my own life. <laughs> how, many, how many doors have you knocked? Do you have uh, any idea? Well, I, I don't have any idea. So you know, because of the whole COVID situation, sure. we right. um, we're you know we're we're trying to figure that one out. Right? Um, sure. We have been uh, lit dropping uh, where we can, um, you know. But that, you know, that's a tough one. It's you know, you knock a door, say we have some folks go knock a door, somebody tests is positive. Do you go back and tell sure. those people you talk to? Right. Right. Yeah. You know, so like mm-hmm. that's like, like a really more that's a moral dilemma that you have there. So, um, you know, what we have been promoting um, is phone calls. Uh, we've been promoting sure. lit drops and we've been doing some text messaging, which we didn't and a do. lot of social yeah. media, a lot of social right. media. Yes. Sure. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's become the new norm. Yes. For now. Yes. Until this thing 
reaches its heyday or passes or whatever the case may yeah. be. And we're you know, and one of the and one of the things that would have not happened had this pandemic uh, not happened is we're on TikTok, uh, right? <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> so that's a whole oh, other man. subject, obviously. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so we did that, and you know, we got some volunteers out of that. Um, right. You know, so you know. You know, the person I'm running against, uh, Mike Sparks, uh, he said some comments or, right. you know, couldn't say comments on, you know, about the Civil War. And we made a TikTok out of that and we got some volunteers out of that and we got some energy out of that. So, um, you know, that's something that would have not happened, you know, had I ran in a non-pandemic year. We, I don't think we would have touched right. that at all. Okay, TikTok's the big thing now. Yeah, it is. Now, it's I'll tell you, folks, uh, at about 15 after... We're going to be taking your calls, okay? We're going to give Brandon the first couple minutes here for himself uh, and to, to state his ideas. What do you want to do? Let's say you're elected right now okay, yeah. and you're going to work tomorrow morning. Yeah. What, what, what is your, what's your passion to get out there? Why do you want this job? Well, you know, because, you know, I have a two-year-old son. When I ran in 2016, I was a 26-year-old. Right. Uh, I just ran just because, you know, like I had the energy. Um, but, you know, I didn't really understand the implications. Right. Um, and now with a two year old, you know, I really understand what right. it's what it means yeah. now uh, to try to uh, uh, distance learn. Right. Sure. Right. Uh, what it means now, you know, that our uh, our current representative who's voted against to take funding out of public schools and cancel mm -hmm. teacher pay raises. Yeah. That's right. serious. So that's number one. We're going we're going to fully fund our schools. We're going right. to give the pay raise to teachers that they deserve. Um, you know, we are in the middle of a pandemic, so we sure. also need to expand Medicaid. Um, right. And this would, which has been on the books for yeah. years, and Governor Haslam was tried a, to do it, and yes. it was voted down by his own his own. Well, it's the extremes, right? It's the extremes sure. that that are voting this down because it do, it definitely doesn't make sense to do it now. It didn't make sense then, in the middle of a pandemic. Sure. Where right. you know the test is free, right? Right. But the treatment's yeah. not. The treatment's sure. costly. Um, so Very we, much so. And we yeah. have rural hospitals closing because folks can't afford to go to the hospital. When well, they go. and the hospitals don't have the money to stay open. Exactly. And, you know, let me say this for you. I thought of this on the way up tonight. You know, you lost your first time out. Bill, I think he would tell you, the man there to your left, it's not unusual to lose your first contest. That's It's very seldom right. that a politician. Yeah. Uh, Abraham Lincoln lost one, his first one. Yeah, okay. I think. Okay. Did, I mean, the one that we know, I guess, is Lisa Eishide. Lisa won. I don't think Lisa had ever run for office before. No, she, that was and the first time. That was the first time. And, yeah, uh, there was like six or seven. But there's always an exception to the rule. That'll happen right. whoever you might be. But it is not unusual. But you're older now, and you've got some seasoning. Uh, yes, you know, that's, that's true. I can tell that. And you, 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 you've got some weight on you too. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stress. I'm, I'm gonna call it the it's pandemic. The pandemic. Uh, <laughs> Why do you think I look the way I do? You've got to get beat up a few times. What is your? Di tell us the uh, area that you're. What district yeah. is? Is it? It's I'll a state house. We're gonna do. We're gonna do that. Let's go to our first series of breaks. Is that okay, Dalton? Please, and. Uh, Dalton Barrett's going to take us take us there. Mr. Murfreesboro is here. Brandon Thomas is with us, and uh, we're going to be back here. Give us about three minutes here, folks, and we're going to take your questions and comments and calls and texts for Brandon when we come back. Stay with us.
You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left. Take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Suite B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad, sushi starters. But the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills. Now, Mark has set up four of these grills, and these chefs are second to none. Uh, the food, very reasonably priced, and if you got the kids with you, a date with you, they will show you a good time. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill, 145 Wendellwood Drive here in Murfreesboro. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Mafia Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. know somebody or do you yourself have storm damage on your house? Well, let me tell you about a locally owned business who you can call, Oakstone Builders LLC. They specialize in commercial and residential construction, remodel, and insurance work such as storms, floods, and fire. You can reach them at 931-488-5967. That's 931-488-5967. Or you can walk on in at 3173 South Church Street here in Murfreesboro. Once again, that's 931 488 Five nine six seven. McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyronda.com. Thanks for tuning in, and when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with Parks a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a 1,000 families with their real estate needs. And we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street, for a free estimate. We also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full of fledged follow, 
give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I'm Leah, the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds. Now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties, sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY'S, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. Welcome back to the Evan Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Let's get back to the program. And we are back with Brandon Thomas, Mr. Murfreesboro. Uh, Brandon, let's talk about a little bit. Uh, let's go into what, what you would like to do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, kind of like what I was saying earlier, we, uh, we w- want to fully fund our public schools. We want to make sure our teachers uh, are paid well and get the raise that they deserve, that they were promised right. and got okay. canceled. Um, we want to expand Medicaid sure. uh, as well. Um, you know, we are fighting to create a family friendly economy that works for everyone. No exceptions. Sure. Right. Uh, I take it the teachers have not really had a raise in some time. I mean, it's been, but it's had somewhat of a raise, but it hasn't been significant. Yeah, right. You know, and I think that, you know, whether you're a teacher or whether you're an essential worker like I am, uh, we see that the cost of living is going up faster than, you know, we're making to keep up with that. Um, And that is that is local government at work. Right. right or not yeah. at work, sure. right. <laughs> you right. know, to set the uh, policies to to ensure that you know, right. like like I said, we have a family friendly economy that works for everyone. Um, so that's why I'm running again. You know, I I was re- actually really reluctant to do it a second time. Uh, you know, it's a lot of work, and then a pandemic happened. <laughs> so, oh yeah, and it's yeah. District 49, right? District 49, which is Smyrna, Laverne, and Murphy. Okay. A little bit, a little bit of Murfreesboro. Okay. Yep. All right, we have a text question, Dalton. Please. Yes, we actually had several, uh, but they're disappearing faster. So each time I get a new one, they disappear. But I've got one to to read you. So if if this isn't your question, go ahead and retext those in, and I'm going to try to get them all read. Uh, eventually do you support a $15 minimum wage or do you think we need to get there incrementally um yeah so i definitely support a $15 minimum wage increase um how we do it uh that yeah most states typically do an incremental uh wage increase i think the first thing we could do that's not even you know touching budgets or anything like that um is allow local governments to decide that that's one thing that right. our state has has prevented local governments from mm-hmm. deciding whether or not they can do that. Right. Um, you know, if and who would know better than a local the, exactly local people? Exactly. What's then, good for Wilson County may not be good for Williamson. And then who pays for who pays for it? Is it through the taxes or who pays? Well, that would be the local government. So yeah, that's up to the a, local so, government. Exactly. So that's okay. kind of that's how you know. There's a lot of these things that the state has said you cannot do um like the plastic bag ban right you know there are some local governments that you know in my district that would want to do that gotcha. if they were allowed to do that but so yeah so i first step i would want uh, local governments to be able to decide whether or not that's something that their city can handle all right we have another you have a phone call we have a phone call for brandon thomas caller you're on the air live go ahead 
Yes, hello. How are y'all doing this evening? Doing fine. Thank you for calling. And uh, do you have a question for, for Brandon? Yeah, I'd like to get Brandon's views on gerrymandering. Um, <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill like Wilson to... will be glad to give you his views. <laughs> hey, 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 tell us what is gerrymandering. No, wait a, minute, you... wait a minute. Go caller, ahead, caller. Let me ask you, caller, is there anything else? Or just, is, that, or is that the thrust of what you wanted to ask? Seriously. Um, yeah, as I understand it, gerrymandering is not a federal issue. It's just handled by the state. And uh, I personally believe that uh, that districts should be divided by counties, and then if you have to split a county, you should do it by a street or a river, you know, something. But to have these just odd-shaped districts is not a good thing. Well, and that's true. It's like both a paramecium. And caller, we were talking about this before, and we were, and I do have it here. We're going, we're going, we were going to talk about. It. I thank you for your call because, especially on on like a, our our congressional seat, the one that Deja Lay holds, it stretches all the way over here, all from here all the way over to the eastern part of the state. Yeah, I think you're in another time zone. So, yeah. caller, I'm going to let you go if that's okay. Thank you for the question. I'm going to let Brandon answer that for you. Thank okay? you very much. Thank Absolutely. you very much. We appreciate it, Brandon. Yeah. So we yeah we need to end gerrymandering as we know it. Um, it and is, the Democrats have done their fair share of they it. They have. Too. Hey, this and, is this. You know, here's one thing. This is uh, I'm not the Democrat of 20 years ago. Uh, right. <laughs> right. Um, you know, I think we need to do stuff that that's fair for everybody, um, and how we. The, the idea, the way gerrymandering works in the state of Tennessee is that the politicians pick the people. It's not the people picking the politicians. I agree. And yeah. so my ideal situation would be to get rid of the way we're doing it, have an independent commission. Uh, right. Decide, set it up. Set it up. Yeah, a judge, independent commission, even maybe some local folks, right? Sure. Um, to do that, uh, I, I, I think that's the most fair thing. It, it's it's crazy to me to think that, you know, you know, if I was elected, when I'm elected, I'm going to be able to decide where I want to run. That doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, and a lot of people do not know this. They, they don't study politics like the three of us do, and they don't know this, you know. It's based right. on population, isn't it? Uh, it's, uh, it's well that's what they say right so like part of it yeah so you know a district has so many people but however you have murfreesboro split three ways at the state level and but just to answer the gentleman's question you're not much on gerrymandering you wish it could be yeah. just go back and let's just divide the state up or divide the county well, I think the I think there be. there are some very uh good solutions um that are out there right. um it, that's not gerrymandering so we definitely need to move away from that and look for more equitable solutions Dalton has another question for you Dalton please. yes this was also text in uh, my two kids have been safe at home doing distance learning but I'm pretty concerned about their teachers and classmates who are in the school buildings this semester I'm happy to hear that you want to fully fund the schools but what do you think it'll take to retrain teachers or retain teachers sorry and protect them in the current situation where they're being asked to risk their health and well-being to do jobs that are more complicated than ever before uh good question, good question. Yeah. and yeah. i talked to a teacher friend this week and he said right now it's very it's it, it's very difficult yeah because of the situation right you know. right yeah i mean i mean yeah it, it would be obviously funding the schools giving teachers the pay raise they deserve and also the ppe that they need right um you know i think that's one thing we've been seeing is that the ppe isn't there i just saw one story um a couple of days ago that was saying that um the students were like cleaning down their 
deaths with right with stuff what well, you know stuff that's disinfectant without any right without any uh, gloves or anything like th- these are like just very basic things that um sure. i think it's just failed leadership right you know we, oh sure I, yeah. I think yeah so i would say ppe and give them a raise obviously um and really listen you know, if a teacher is saying we need X, Y, and Z, we need to give it to them. Gotta well, yeah, train if, them I mean, if every yeah. kid could take the, in a roll of paper towels or uh, a, a bottle of disinfectant to help, whatever it might be. Uh, anything else? Nope, Brandon. I, I think okay. That's it, yeah. All right. Dalton? All righty. This text uh, says, do you support a sales tax increase or a state income tax to fund the schools? Um, so we don't have to do any of that. So right. uh, our... Uh, State Representative Mike Sparks voted to take 70 uh, million away from public schools. You know, so it's about priorities. We don't have to raise a cent. It's, you know, we always find ways to find, you know, to find money to give the uh, private schools. To cut. Fi- yeah, yeah. And then c- the cut. We find ways to um, give the private corporations. Uh, the, the legislature did that for FedEx, made a special exception there. Sure. Um, there, there. It's priorities. We don't have to do, we don't have to raise anything. We just reprioritize our budget. And if, you know, we really mean it that, you know, teachers are essential, then let's show it. Let's act like it. Well, and I think that question is starting to be answered. I noticed today we had the game on in Los Angeles where the uh, Chargers are playing now. And if I'm right, and I stand corrected, folks, if I'm wrong about this, I think that's the new stadium that their owner actually built himself. Los Angeles said, $5 billion. We we can't afford it. Finally, some major city stepped up and said, and I believe I'm right on that. Correct me if I'm wrong, people, if you're listening, that's quite all right. Uh, but that's one a, out that, there, that's I a whole other bag of worms. I know, yeah, but on the federal, <laughs> like you say, you know what I'm saying, yeah, though. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, I, I think it's high. the government doesn't need to be in a welfare business. Well, I mean, what are you doing out here building stadiums then, mm-hmm. instead of roads and bridges and maintaining that and taking care of that infrastructure? And that's tax dollars. That because typically how those right. stadiums are built is it, it comes from the taxpayers, sure and, and they never make the money back up. You know, that's no, a, that's a problem. No. Anyway. Yeah, I have a- entertainment. <laughs> well, that's what it is. It's, it's entertainment. entertainment. That's what it is. So now I take it on school vouchers. You would, how would you vote on school vouchers? Uh, I don't believe in taking public funds uh, right. to fund private schools. Okay. What's the difference between a voucher and say uh, charter schools? Is it this? A voucher takes government money yeah. to to fund okay. the. the, yeah. the well, not necessarily a charter school, is it? Well, charter schools where a group of uh, parents get together and they form a school, right? No, no. Okay. So a charter school is, you know, is a type of school, and you know, typically they they're competing for those same dollars, and that's the whole point. You hear, here's your charter, sure. here's your money. You can you can go to one of these private institutions with competing it. with public with, education, exactly, and taking out of not only competing, taking money out of. Um, So that's the that's the problem there. You know, I, you know, support, you know, I'm a I'm a parent. So I understand, um, you know, the choices parents feel like they need to make for their children to give them the best education. But we should not be doing that at the detriment of anybody else. Sure. Understood. All right. Dalton, you have another question for Brian? Yes, we've got another question. Text in. How would you work with a Republican House to get things done? 
Good question. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's a lot of things we can get done. Uh, marijuana legalization is something that the uh, there's a lot of Republicans that, that want to get that done. Uh, expanding are. Medicaid is is something else. So I think there are a lot of issues. Um, once we um, and also once you know we have local governments here that want to get things done as well. And so once we get everybody at the table, um, I think there there are a lot of issues we can get. We're not as divided as you know people want us to believe right you know as you said earlier local governments local people are saying hey you know why what why is this not happening right you know and they want they're not demanding but they ask for you know and if you just to get an answer you know to just have an answer of why why is this not happening right you know um and uh, as far as the funding for schools where does most of that come from as i understand it comes from local government for our local schools well yeah so you know you have um you know you definitely have that it's the state collecting money and then you know redistributing it um so yeah so it's it's up to the state to decide you know how we like i said plan our budget and reallocate everything true okay all right bill do you got anything for brandon right now not right now okay um as most of you know uh, now this, you know, because this is all coming together at one time. This this thing I've never seen anything like this in my entire adult life. We had the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg Friday evening or afternoon, I believe, it was announced. Uh, Brandon, Bill, this is going to change because they've already said uh, the the Senate they're going to they're going to get someone. The uh, Trump said this week he would pick a woman, and here we go. And going against not everything even in they the ground did. yet. <laughs> yeah, everything that uh, President Obama they refused. To, Merrick Garland was held up for ten months. He didn't even get. A, he didn't even get a set down. He didn't even get a, an interview. He never got in front he, of him, did he? he? Never did. No. And uh, that's because of a man by the name of Mitch McConnell. Um, folks, this is going to change things if you're not careful. Uh, this will change this entire country. It has the ability to do that. Um, and then you're messing now with the Supreme Court. And I know a bunch of people are jumping up and down and tickled to death. Um, uh, Facebook, you know, some of the things on Facebook, I've thought about just resigning from Facebook for maybe a month. I wonder how it would be. Uh, because I have a lot of fun on there. You know, I posted one this week. I was going to get me a pair of those tight jeans and wear them. You know, well, <laughs> I don't think that... <laughs> I did it for a joke, people. You know, oh, yeah, please don't do that. You know, I'm not going to do that, folks, you know. You'll be arrested. (laughs) Especially. Pick yourself up off the floor, Dalton. (laughs) If I could find a pair that would fit, I'd have to go to Nashville, Tenton, Haunting. You got... So, those are parachute pants. They're too tight. (laughs) Ed, you brought it up. Okay, never mind. Yeah, let's change this. No, please, please, fellas, tell me how you really feel. Uh, but your time. <laughs> hey, it is big time. The Supreme Court yeah, rules. It, it, it. That's really how the Constitution's interpreted. I mean, that's. You know, and, and I would say that's why it's it's very important that we have uh, local leaders that you know are good local leaders that um, that aren't passing uh, lawsuits. Right. That we see now. That's what's happening. Uh, you, you see that there right. are certain individuals that intentionally vote on stuff so it can get to the Supreme Court to be challenged. It's two, right. It's two yeah. things. And you're wasting everyone's time and, and money know. and the money, yeah. too. Like, so, yeah, it's right. Roe versus Wade. 
and guns. That's the two biggest things. That that's as always as traditionally. Far as, yeah, that's that's the. But two you're things. talking about healthcare. Well, healthcare too. That, yeah. Healthcare, all that. You're yeah. talking about Medicare, Medicaid, all that. Uh, Dalton, you have a question for, for yes, Brandon. I do. Kind of shifting gears. What three things would you say to undecided, unregistered, and uninformed voters right now? Thank you. Oh uh, well, one thing. Um, actually, um, you know, I did do. I was doing. I did a lit drop this past weekend and ran into an individual who, um, you know, asked, "Hey, are you going to vote uh, in November?" And he was like, "You know, actually, no, um, I'm not because uh, it, it doesn't change anything." Uh, that, that, I know. Doesn't that matter. That doesn't matter. We've all heard yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I told him about this race specifically. I said, "Well, you know." This race in 2018 was decided by 1,050 votes. You know, we're running to change things and to challenge the system. Uh, so, you know, I would say that you, you have to get involved in your local races. Uh, what, was, what was the other part of that question? That was it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I, w- I would say that. Um, I Every would vote matters. Yeah. How can, yeah. how can how can they be more informed about you? You have a, you have well, yeah, a way yeah. to find our, out about yeah, you. Our website is votebrandonthomas.com. And, you know, one thing, because we're in these COVID times, we actually have a way for folks to schedule a one-on-one virtually. So Sure. Yeah, so which we is have, new. Yeah. Which yeah. is something new. Yeah. So we're right. doing that. Um, on it. That's on our website. Um, right. So, you know, so we're trying to find these innovative, innovative ways, whether it's TikTok, whether it's doing these one-on-ones. Um, you know, I would just say, you know, find an issue that you're really passionate about that that really concerns you and figure out how um, your local government can do better on that as well right yeah well for me it would be it would be food (laughs) (laughs) more fried food but where do you Dalton where do you get those tight have you got a pair of jeans I could try on (laughs) (laughs) they'd probably be ripped never mind Uh, Dalton no questions about tight jeans please <laughs> He's come <off. laughs> It's all he can do to hold off, folks. It's all he can do. Uh, Brandon Thomas is our guest. We appreciate your calls, your texts, your questions. Keep them coming. Brandon will take them all night long. Yeah. We we have until ten o'clock. I don't think I want to keep him here till ten. We're just going <laughs> to let him go around nine or a little before. But uh, you know, um, what about early voting? When does it? Do you know when it starts? Is it October the? T- I, I'm not going to throw out any dates because I don't have it memorized. Um, so, yeah, it is mid-October. Yeah. It's October 24th? I don't. I think it's early. You know, we ought to put that on a card, Don. I can't, for everybody here at the station, I don't know why we won't do it. Just a little three by five index card. Is it in the budget? We could get those. Talk to your dad. <laughs> I'll bring up some. I think Joni's got some of the house. I'll steal off. You have a top, Roger? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do up at the farm, believe it or not. I do. I've got my old one. It was a port. It was in a. I, I think my parents got it for me for my birthday yeah. when I was like sixteen or fifteen or something like that. It's in the. It's a portable tiger. It was in the in a. In a man, I, can you even get ribbon old, for him? Yeah, r- the ribbon and Dalton. Do you know what a, a typewriter is, son? Have you ever seen a typewriter? <laughs> you, That's yeah. what I was actually going to say. I'm when surprised. I, you know, they were able to get you that for your birthday because I didn't think you know it was invented until like. 30 or some odd years after you were born but i do know what a typewriter is yes <laughs> i've used one even a manual or electric there's two there's two times now this i've only a... used electric i've never used a manual what about a vhs i do know what a vhs is. okay I, I'm, 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 I'm 21 years old I do, yeah. <laughs> okay let's take uh, let's get you off the wireless that'll be enough of that 
Uh, Brian, I'm going to have a word with you about your son and his attitude when we get done here. (laughs) (laughs) He's all right. He's good. I'm telling you. No, the typewriter was invented, I believe, by uh, by, um, not Abraham uh, Lincoln. No, not Abraham (laughs) Lincoln. Great day. Uh, Benjamin Franklin, I believe, because he was a printer. I believe I it was invented I by I do right. actually know. I don't know the guy who invented it, but I do know. Uh, I don't think it was Franklin. Uh, Franklin was the one who popularized the design. Um, the original guy who invented it was a perfectionist, and it took him so long to get his design down right. that it wasn't able to release to market until the actual version came out. Well, now, Scott, so had, Scott Walker here at the station had some in his office at one time that he used to have. I think one was a manual, I believe. I don't know. And uh, I had one my grandfather had that was an old electric. And, man, it was a good uh, – you know, one of the biggest – it was a good typewriter. But you know one of the, the biggest companies manufactured those? Remington, who manufactured guns. Weapons. Yeah. yeah. Guns, yeah. The Remington typewriter. It was, And I think, I think Scott has one, I believe. I can remember typing uh, yeah. papers in college. Oh, I've been so mad at my printer lots of times. I've been so mad at my house. And you, somebody please, I posted it on Facebook, and I will somebody please bring me just an old-fashioned typewriter and some paper. I'll, I'll go from there, you know? <laughs> yeah, I would go to my grandparents' house. Go ahead, Dalton. I've got several text-in questions. <laughs> oh, okay. Off the typewriter now. Um, so I'll, I'll start with one. Uh, and then I'll let you answer, and then sure. I'll follow those up. What do you think about Mike Sparks saying that teachers are paid enough? Uh, well, I believe they are not. Um, so that you know, part of our platform um, is increasing teacher pay. Um, you know, I think you know, at the end of the day, we need to try to pay our teachers like they're engineers because they are. Um, you know, like so I'm going to have my son, uh, you know, in school pretty soon. He's only two now. Uh, but from what people are telling me, that's going to fly by. Uh, it is. <laughs> so so um, I want him to have the best education possible. And I want every other child to as well. And if you have a teacher that is worried about how they're going to make ends meet, if you have teachers having to get money, uh, you know, pay for their own school supplies out of their own the, the salary. Makes it hard. Have, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, yes, we, we support uh, increasing teacher pay. The next question I got from the same person who submitted that one, uh, how would you work with the local county commission and the local school boards? Um, you know, so I um, – thank you. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I would, you know, have a conversation and say, hey, what do you need? Um, I think it starts there. Um, and one of the big things that, you know, I'm an advocate of is uh, limiting uh, – state interference as much as possible um, you know like we were talking about earlier with you know local governments wanting to do things but the state has stepped in and said no you can't do that and you know basically deregulating the space and then saying you can't do it um, we have supremacy here i think there's a lot of that um, just in and of itself i think would make a lot of uh commissioners uh, very happy uh that they had somebody on their side advocating for that Okay, and last text-in question I've got here. What are your thoughts on the state property tax and state militia? That's I've never had that question. Uh, <laughs> state militia. Oh, okay. wow. Um, you know, I, I will have to I'll honestly look into that because that, that, one, that one has not come up yet. So from what I've been hearing from most folks is they care about education. Uh, you know, they care about their health care and paid family leave. Uh, things like that. State militia doesn't come up much. Yeah, yeah, that that one. That's a that's a first. That's one of Trump's favorites. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, you know, I wish I could answer every question, but you know, right. I well, I mean, at least yeah. you're honest. I mean, yeah. you don't. You know, if you you don't, you don't. And yeah. that's that's all. You Is have. that at like paid federal people that go out? Like what's going on in Oregon? Is that kind of what we're talking about? 
the paid militia. I'm talking about the the the, the thing that's going in or going on in Oregon. Trump has sent in not he sent in like yeah. a militia, like a yeah. citizens militia. A citizens militia. I, I you know, I, I've got to say this, and I, I can't. They're not as a police citizens. They're not police. I don't know if it's even legal. No one else does on either side of the aisle. Saying, you know, it's hey, like, wait a minute, just we a don't bunch know. of good old boys. Yeah, I don't need good old boys running. You know, uh, all my deer hunting friends. It's kind of like, yeah, I know. I'm joking, guys. Hey, I'm <laughs> one of those, but I mean, you know. Okay, we have a phone call. Or go ahead. Before we get to that, I did. Uh, I did look that up. Just yeah. so we have okay. the correct answer. Uh, the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution reads, a well-regulated man- militia being uh, necessary to the security of the free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So that's part of the Second Amendment, the uh, the ability to form militias. So now we have Minute that. Minute men. Right. Okay. We have that right. answer. But we do have a phone call, yes. Okay, we have a phone call. Caller, you're on the air with Brandon Thomas. Go ahead, please. Hi. Hello. Um, yeah, I was... Uh, Brandon mentioned earlier a family-friendly economy, and I was kind of assumed that that might mean, uh, you know, like a living wage. I was wondering, you know, what what are the aspects of that that you can legislate at the state level? Would that include, you know, like uh, uh, daycare or, you know, what exactly constitutes a family-friendly economy? Because it sounds wonderful. <laughs> okay. Caller, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Thank yeah. you, and thanks for listening. Go ahead, Brent. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess I'm just you know restating my platform, <laughs> but uh, that's all right. Yeah. So you know, like, so we wanna we wanna fund you know teachers uh, pay increase that we wanna fund fully fund our schools. Um, you know, we want. But what about an affordable wage? What about a fifteen dollar yes, an hour wage? Yeah, you know. So like I said, we want you know local governments to be able to cite that first, but that should be the goal. Right. You now, know, I know that some of the local businesses have already gone to twelve, fourteen, fifteen dollars yes. an hour. Yes. Which and is yes. not a bad thing. Yes. You know, I think here here is the I know some people, you know, that this kind of concerns them. Um, when you have somebody like Walmart that has the money it has and they Biggins. have they Biggins. have their employees on uh, public assistance because they have not increased their wage. Yeah. That's a problem. And so I think ultimately that's the that's the issue we're trying to solve uh, when we say we need a fifteen dollar minimum wage because we right. even know now that fifteen is not enough to you know to to live off of you know in certain right. areas yeah and so you know the first thing we can do immediately like I said is to allow local governments to decide whether or not that's something they can do right okay all right quick answer and we have another phone call caller go ahead you're on the air live. Good evening, guys. Hello. I think you recognize this person. <laughs> Sounds like Rob. Is this Rob? <laughs> Rob this is Rob. Rob Mitchell. How you doing, buddy? Rob, you going to be sending me a love letter in the next month or two? I'm sorry? You going to be sending me a love letter in the next month or two? It, no, it'll, it'll, be coming from, uh, it'll be coming from the county trustee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to blame Ted oh, with uh, that. <laughs> another lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> So Rob Mitchell, all. our county property <laughs> assessor, how folks. <laughs> <laughs> how are you, Rob? How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. I, I just wanted to follow up on the the state property tax question because that was for me. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. And, 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 as, as you know, there is a state property tax. Uh, I was successful in getting half of it undone, but hopefully they'll get the rest of it taken out this legislative section 
if we can get uh, get the support from the legislator. Um, the second part is state militias. Most people, I wasn't aware that we had one uh, until I started researching TCA and the Constitution. We do have a state militia. And unfortunately, the assessor is the one that's supposed to keep the roll. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Well, am I on it? Who's the general? I'd like to be the general. Can I be the general? People don't love me now. <laughs> hey, Rob, could I be the general? Could you appoint me general? This is well, this is Bill Wilson, I don't get by the way. To appoint any of that. As if you didn't uh, but know. apparently it is it is in TCA code that in the event of a dry, a dire emergency and the governor is given permission to call up the militia, the assessor is supposed to produce the role. Now this law was just, you think it was an antiquated law, but it was just updated in 2013. And wow. what they did was it used to be a militia, by statute of the Constitution, is any able-bodied man between the age of 18 and 45 who is not otherwise engaged in military service. They now change that. It is any citizen between the age of 18 and 45. So that can include the females. Yeah, including females. You are part of the militia in the event that the governor declares a national disaster, uh, a statewide disaster, and the legislature gives them the permission to call it up. Now, I don't think it's going to happen. But you never know. It's still, 2020. I mean, it's 2020. Yeah, I mean, it's 2020. <laughs> yeah. 2020 is a dumpster fire. Anything yeah. else could happen, but, you know. But a militia, it, like you just said, Rob, it was. Uh, it could be like a tornado. It, people think of militia, they think guns. But it could be something where there's a tornado and or a flood, and a militia goes in to help out. Kind of like the National Guard. Yeah. Very similar to the National any, Guard. It could be anything. And, and it's... In the, usually what happens, last time we had militia called up was during World War II, and what they, were, what they did was they were brought in to back up and replace the National Guard because the National Guard had been flushed Deployed. out of service. Yeah. So they actually brought them up. Now, the reason this should be important is the State Guard, which is all volunteer, the state is required to provide their uniforms, their weapons, the whole bit. Militia is required to provide their own. And that's the distinction. And if you don't show up for a militia call, you're considered AWOL. So, hmm. um, okay. so it's federal. I mean, we, either, we either need to change the law or we need to enforce the law. Because I'm telling you right now, nobody is complying with it at all. No. Now, yeah. I've raised my hand and said, we'll do it, and I've contacted the governor's office, I've contacted our county mayor, but we need to know how to do it. Nobody seems to know how. <laughs> okay. All right. Rob, thank you for your call. Yeah, we thank appreciate you it. I, Thanks, I, I Rob. I appreciate your support yeah. of this broadcast. That's a good point. So uh, we're going to make Bill Wilson, Mr. Murfreesboro, the, the, the general. Thank you. Thank you. The chief. He chief. likes to be <laughs> chief. Brandon Thomas will be secretary treasurer. And, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, I'm just let's, let's do this, this first. This is, let's we're just going get from seat first. For, folks. We're jumping from the fire to the frying pan here. Okay, <laughs> Dalton, you've got some questions for Brandon from text, please. Yes, I've got several. So I'm going to kind of, if we could do kind of rapid fire here. Okay. I've got like sure. five. Okay, let's go. So 
Uh, do you support these two are gonna, these first two are going to go together? Do you support paid leave for working families? And kind of a counter to that, how can small businesses afford to give parents twelve weeks of paid leave? I agree. Yeah. So yeah, I do support a twelve week paid family leave. Uh, you right. know, that's something you know our current governor uh, was trying to do, but then the state legislature didn't want him to do that um you know so yeah so i support that i support a paid family leave um and you know this would be coming from the state right so i don't think local i don't think small businesses would have to small businesses would not have to be concerned with that um you know so my father-in-law is a small business owner Uh, he does historic restoration so I, I, i definitely understand that concern um you know so, but this would be coming from the state. It's just kind of like Medicaid expansion, right? right. Okay. This, this wouldn't this wouldn't be on the employers uh, right. to provide. It would be the state reallocating what we realize are necessities here um, and saying mm-hmm. we're going to provide this, especially during a pandemic. So, sure. you know, if we're exposed, you um, are potentially out of work for two weeks, right? Because you have to quarantine. You know, I think the state should say, you know, we got you for those two weeks. You know, you have to pay rent. Like we understand that things cost money. Um, sure. You know, take these two weeks out of that paid family leave. Okay, folks, we're gonna we're gonna forego the the phone calls for the rest of the broadcast because Dalton, you've got a couple more, two or three more. Yeah, I've got here. two more here. All right, uh, go one ahead. Of them, this one was sent text and on facebook Uh, they sent it both places um uh, in your opinion why does the state of tennessee not believe in science and what can we do to encourage science literacy uh and and what can you do as a legislator to encourage that good question Um, question. well you know i think we got we got to listen to our scientists um you know you know this pandemic could have been mitigated had we listened to the epidemiologists that, that do finding the, that out that do this yeah. literally every year in other countries uh, right. because you have these endemics in other countries um, that see they see these similar patterns of what COVID is doing and they that that's the first thing um, we got to listen to our scientists um, we actually have to fully fund our schools and teach science right um, and you got to elect people that are going to listen to reason I think you just have sure. folks that for whatever reason you know they're going to not listen to the facts they're just going to listen to you know to their gut their opinion or whatever despite the fact that there's somebody over here that has you know their whole career is this particular subject and you're saying they're wrong on it um, so yeah, right. I think I think That's those true. are the things that we could do about that. Next question, Dolan. Alrighty, this is the last one I've got for now. Uh, this is from a man named Damian T of Smyrna. Uh, do you have any innovative ideas to address the ever increasing cost of childcare in Rutherford County? Yeah, so you know I am a supporter of uh, paid uh, childcare. Um, I actually my son goes to the Learning Zone, one of the Learning Zones here in town. Right. Okay. And we're paying a thousand bucks a month. <laughs> uh, for Man. one, for one kid, um, and you know this gets to the the fact, you know, the fact of you know if that's just one a kid, thousand bucks a, a month. month. Yes, yes, it's wow. a really good school. Like you know, don't get me wrong, it's yeah, really I'm good. Sure, he, are they teaching French? Of- what are they? <laughs> <laughs> so is well, Vanderbilt and, I, and and Colgate too, but. Uh, <laughs> And Yale, I mean, and Harvard, uh, all those yeah, schools. Yeah, you know, but a yeah. franchise of Harvard. Yeah, it's gonna have... be the smartest kid you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> um, but but we're gonna be broke. Uh, <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we we really we really need to prioritize these things over some of the other things that um, have taken you know 
were seen as priorities. Um, and I think uh, supporting families, uh, you know, I think if we had families that knew this wasn't uh, a financial burden, they might have more kids, right? You know, right. And, and, yeah. and, and there's, you know, we're in a, a crisis, a, a crisis of not having enough kids, right? Uh, I'm not having enough babies. So, um. <laughs> well, it's a fact, well, yeah. I mean, more because, babies. well, because we're, you know, we have to have the the labor. Yeah, a lot of it uh, of the people that have influxed the nation from South America of, of Hispanic descent or whatever it's fact those farmers out west have to have these 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 young men and women I mean they can't operate without them you know and I, okay folks don't read this wrong that we just want to start having a bunch more kids Bill especially not you but, <laughs> well no I, I think one. you know ultimately it, this, this is right. this is yeah. creating that family friendly economy that works for everyone you know we ensure right. that we can make the uh, cost of child care reasonable at right. the very least we make sure that folks have health care because uh, you know the thing about expanding Medicaid is that we are all paying into it right now yeah. Uh, but the state does not is not allowing those funds to come back into right. Tennessee. They're going to D.C. and staying there, or, right. get, or going to yeah. other states. They're not coming back to Tennessee, um, and we're all paying. Okay, I got I got an answer. I want to folks. thank Meredith for uh, texting this to me. Early voting's okay. from October fourteenth to the twenty ninth. Okay, and okay. you can register to vote. You need to do it by October the fifth. Yep. Okay. Thank you, Meredith. We appreciate it. Meredith Thomas. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to get out of here, folks. Thank you so much for your calls, your questions, your text. We appreciate it. And Brandon does as well, too. Brandon, make your final pitch. We're going to have to be getting out of here. Yeah, so my name's Brandon Thomas. Uh, I'm running for State House, uh, House District 49. You know, we are going to be fighting really hard to public fully fund our public schools and pay our teachers and ensure they get that pay raise that they deserve uh we are going to be fighting to expand medicaid and make sure we bring those dollars back to the state of tennessee um and we're going to be creating a family-friendly economy that works for everyone no exceptions if you um like that message if you want to do something uh please head to votebrandonthomas.com to donate to volunteer we only have 40 something days till the election right it's we, right upon us now and we and we have to flip this seat uh this seat was uh decided by 1050 votes in 20 uh 2018 so it is very possible that's when chris mayor ran yeah that's yeah. exactly right we thank you for being here young man thank, thank you very you. much and we we do appreciate it i want to mention about this with uh you've been listening to brandon thomas uh and he is running in his district uh, his opponent is the incumbent mike sparks and we all know mike and you know he's been on with us a couple of times we want to have brandon on to give equal play to everyone folks this death of justice ginsburg is very very uh serious bill by the way thank you for being here tonight my co-host as always thank you and meredith thank you again for your information on the election you'd think two guys in radio or a bunch of people would have it on a note card up here but we don't um uh folks this thing can be consequential to all of us it involves everything from guns to voting to uh, abortion to funding for your your local schools now, you better think about this thing, okay? And I'm not here to preach to anybody. But I'm telling you, you better stop and think about what's going on up there in Washington. Now, I know we're a long way from Washington, D.C., and Brandon Thomas will be the first to tell you that. 
But I'm telling you, this thing can be consequential to all of us in a very, very monumental way. Okay? And you'd best think about that. Okay? Mitch McConnell has the authority. He is running this country. Some people say ruining this country. I had heard one person say he had held up more than 200 pieces of legislation in the last several years. A lot of that was because of a man by the name of Barack Obama. <laughs> well, we all know, you know, he spent four years trying to keep him getting reelected. <laughs> that was productive time, wasn't it? Yeah. If he came back today and ran, he'd win hands down. But think about this. This is a very consequential move here to be made. And I was I, I told the wife Friday night when uh, Justice Ginsburg they announced, I said, he may have somebody put in there by Monday morning. I told that to Brandon Thomas. Bill, thank you for being here. Brandon Thomas has been our guest. Dalton, thank you. Good job on the board. You did a great job tonight. Thank you for your calls. We're going to go off with our ads. Stick around for our 9 o'clock hour. Evan Lee Raymer for the Evan Lee Raymer Show with my guest host, my great co-host, Bill Wilson, Mr. Murfreesboro. We'll be back with you next week. Stick around. You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out of Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left. Take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Sweet B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad sushi starters but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills now mark has set up four of these grills and these chefs are second to none uh, the food very reasonably priced and if you got the kids with you a date with you they will show you a good time that's zao's hibachi and sushi grill 145 Wendellwood drive here in murfreesboro Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. 
curve them, crack them, or bend them, we can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Hi, I'm Leah, the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds. Now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties, sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY's, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. 